Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, BYU has a lead of 3-0 after one quarter. Cougs have won their last eight, I believe, when, a, when they take the lead into the second quarter under Kalani. BYU has an 18-5 record when leading through 15 minutes of play. BYU has that lead here tonight. And Riley Nelson, in a lot of ways, it's mission accomplished. Uh, they opened on top, and they ended up plus two in the turnover margin in the opening quarter. And uh, as we come into quarter number two, the Cougs are driving with a strong running game. The Cougs are now outgaining the Utes overall 60-48, to 48, including 41-36 to 36 on the ground. BYU in that first quarter, 60 yards to Utah's 48. Four rush, or rather uh, 41 rush, and 19 passing for BYU. 36 rush and 12 passing for Utah. The Utes, two of six throwing it. BYU, four of eight throwing it in the first quarter. First downs to BYU by a margin of four to three. And as you noted... Uh, from Las Vegas against Arizona. I think if you looked over the multiple series, BYU actually had eight straight runs at one point after uh, Jaron Hall's one-for-six passing start. And here they have six straight runs in this series. Yeah, and one of the things that I like that the defense has done, they are dictating what Utah's doing on offense by bringing pressure and forcing Charlie Brewer to get the ball out of his hands quickly. Now they're starting to do that offensively. They are dictating what the defense is doing. They're having to commit an extra man to the box, play by default run defense rather than their normal balanced, and that should open things later in the game for Jaron Hall, make it easier as he hasn't really been seeing the field extremely well in the first quarter, make it easier to open up those pass lanes and see those wide receivers deliver the ball for the pass game. We'll see when the next Jaron Hall pass comes. We come into a first and 10 at the Utah 35-yard line. So with Jake Oldroyd's leg, you could argue BYU's already in scoring territory, leading at 3-0. Jaron Hall shotgun. Tyler Algier left hip. Tight end and two wides left. Single wide to the right is Puka Nakua. Jaron looks to Puka. Goes for Puka. He's got it near the end. Oh, just beyond his outstretched arms and complete. Puka had the route and he had his man beat to the pylon and the passes a yard beyond Puka Nakua at the goal line. Mm. Great route. Simple man coverage. Jaron did a great job of holding the safety. There was a single fit safety in the middle of the field. He did a good job holding him just a little bit. On deep balls, you want to increase your margin of error by putting air under it. That one was a little bit flat and went a little bit long. They go to pistol. Hall gun with Algier. Strength left. Run left. Starts in. After going initially to the left and doesn't get much, in fact, lost a yard. So from first and 10 to third and 11. Now for BYU back at the 36-yard line. So if you get nothing, you're looking at a 53-yarder. Jake can hit it. But what will A-Rod be endeavoring to accomplish here on a third down and long? Third down and 11. Get close or get it all? Or think four down territory. All in... Aaron's wheelhouse. Hall in the gun with Algier to his left. Trips to the right. Jaron, a delayed draw. Can't get through that first wave of defenders. And barely gets back to the original line. Maybe didn't quite get there. Fourth and 11. Forthcoming for BYU. Decision time. They were pretty successful with the punt and pin last time. Uh, for now, the offense is on the field. Yeah. That's fourth and 11 from the Utah 36. Hmm. All right. 
Yeah, Utah brought a man blitz on that last play. You mentioned a, a draw. It looked like a draw. It actually was a drop back pass play. It's just that the blitz got on him so quick he had to take, had to take off, off really early so, on. So they're going to go for it on fourth and 11 here at the Utah 36-yard line. Hall's in the gun. Man blitz look again. Snap to Jaron. Steps up. Takes off to his left. Has room down the boundary. Can he get down there? He will for a first down. 30 and a 20 and a step out. And the Cougs are in the red zone, converting on a fourth down and 11. Greg, yeah, I've been waiting for this, and I hope we see this multiple times this game. Playing man blitz is an absolute insult to a mobile QB because they do not account for your legs. On third down, they kept contain and were able to keep Jaron up the middle and get him on the ground. That time, great job by the left side of the line collapsing the pass rush down. Jared steps outside, and once he was on the edge, nobody was catching him on pursuit until he was forced out by a DB. That's our Bailey's Move of the Game, brought to you by Bailey's Moving and Storage. We move with you every step of the way since 1952. The gainer down to the Utah 18-yard line on 4th and 11. What a call, what execution by Jaron Hall. Shotgun, he takes off this time. Has blocking in front of him that kind of breaks down as he's forced back at the numbers for a loss of two. So from 1st and 10 to 2nd and 12, and that was a design quarterback run, but it got blown up pretty quickly on the left side of the field. Again, they're committing that extra safety to the box. It's messing a little bit with the numbers. Uh, you almost wonder if it'll be a halftime adjustment. Boy, Greg, we've, talk, we've mentioned the spot a couple times. It looked to me like he got brought down somewhere around the line of scrimmage, but there was a, a loss there. Um, either way, see what uh, they come back with here on the second down. Second down 12 at the Utah 20. BYU leading at 3-0 in a position to score again. Algier to the right hip of Hall. Hall pulls it away from Tyler, steps up, goes for the end zone. Double coverage there, flag flies. Samson Nakua was held, and BYU may end up with a first and goal. From the two. Pass interference, defense number four, 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. That wasn't inside the uh, inside the 17. It'll be a 15-yard penalty. Penalty number two against the U, and the Cougars will have the football first and goal from the five. Yeah, I mean, he was, not only was he being held by the corner, but then the safety collisions him. He was on a post-corner route, so he broke inside, and, and as he was breaking, he was being held the whole time by the corner. And then as he went to break outside, the safety just popped him while the ball was in the air. Half the distance or uh, oh, spots right. Got the five-yard line right now. First and goal for BYU. So first and goal for BYU five-yard line. BYU leading at 3 nothing. 12-0-3 to play in the opening quarter. Ball far hash. Pistol formation. Algier behind Hall in the gun. Twins to the right, Pau and Romney. They motion, Nakua. They hand off middle for Algier. Lowers the helmet as he's cartwheeled at the three. It'll be second and goal from the three. So Samson Nakua, the former Utah Ute, now plays on the other side of the rivalry and making an impact in this game. Yeah, he had the big catch earlier when BYU was headed the other way towards the north end zone and here drawing a lot of attention in the route, drawing a pass interference, setting up second goal here from the two. i got to imagine after watching Algier get the momentum of this drive going, if you don't let him finish it, let your big boys do the work up front. I backs. Hand off Algier, and he's driven back, running right. Loss of two, third and goal from the five. Devin Lloyd, the tackle. The Cougs have had these plays, these momentum boosters, and it's been a matter of just carrying on from that momentum on the ensuing couple of downs. 
but now they've got themselves a third down and goal. They'll spot the four. So a couple of runs, and Utah typically stout against the run. BYU has had a couple of nice gainers on the ground. You've had a 13-yarder from Lopini Katoa. Of course, the 18-yard run for Jaron Hall a moment ago. Now third and goal, four-yard line. 10.45 to play in the second. Cougs up three-zip. Jaron Hall and Tyler Algier look to the sideline. Shotgun snap to Jaron. Takes off to his left. Throws to the pylon. Powell makes the catch. Leads it past the goal line. Touchdown! So, Greg, I said... Let your horses carry you into the end zone, thinking Tyler Algier, who got it going. No, you bring back the horse from last week and the proven commodity in Neil Pau'u. They ran a great little – it wasn't a pick because it was executed really well, but essentially he came underneath the outside receiver. Jaron was maybe a step late but did a good job putting enough velocity in the ball to get it into a tight window. The ruling of a touchdown is under review. And here's what they're reviewing. Neal caught the ball. He had to both tiptoe the sideline, turn around, and get the ball over the pylon for the end, for the touchdown. Well, we saw how good Neal was with that particular tactic last week at Allegiant Stadium. We'll see if he gets in this week. The call is touchdown. If it is brought back, it'll be fourth and goal from inside the one-yard line, I think. And I think he's going to be given the goal line extended there. As he, as he took off in bounds and landed out of bounds. And that's going to be touchdown for BYU. Again, I think I know what I see here on the replay. And I think that's a goal line extended situation with both feet in bounds when he lands out of bounds. In those situations, the runner's given the goal line extended. After review, the ruling of a touchdown is confirmed. And that is Neil Pau's 10th touchdown as a Cougar, third of this season. And it's a Mountain America touchdown as well. We'll tell you about that after we have the Jake Oldroyd point after touchdown try. 9-0 Cougs. 10-0 Cougs. The PAT is good. That touchdown brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. For each touchdown BYU scores this season, Mountain America will donate $250 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Timeout on the field. The Cougars take a two-score lead. It is BYU 10 and Utah no score. We have 10.37 to go until halftime. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Ben Bagley with a scoreboard update. Next Saturday's opponent for BYU is 23rd-ranked Arizona State. They are playing right now in the second quarter against UNLV. The Sun Devils have a 7-3 lead, 9.30 left in the second. Now back to Greg Rebell. Ben, thank you. Time for another Utah Pork Producers Pigskin Scoring Summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers for every Cougar point scored this season. Smithfield Foods and your Utah Pork Producers will donate delicious, nourishing protein to the Utah Food Bank for families in need. Real pork, raised by real Utah farmers for real Utah families in need. Visit porkcares.org and the scoring drive for BYU was a grinder. 14 plays, 72 yards, 7 minutes, 19 seconds off the clock as the Cougars capped that drive with a 4-yard 
Jaron Hall to Neil Pau'u. Touchdown pass. The Jacob Oldroyd kick attempt was good for the PAT. 10-0 Cougs. 10-37 to play in quarter number two here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So the Cougs have scored first, and the Cougs have scored second. And the Cougs are still plus two in the turnover margin. And the time of possession is roughly two to one in BYU's favor. The yardage almost two to one in BYU's favor. And now the Cougs look to keep the scoreboard in their favor the rest of the night. Oldroyd kicks off. This is shorter than normal for Jake. It's collected at the 6 by Chris Curry. Curry gets to the 20, and he is hammered right there. Cut down and shut down right at the 20-yard line. Jacob Boren was among those in on the tackle. Drew Jensen also involved. So, first and 10, Utah. Charlie Brewer, 2 for 6, 12 yards, 1 pick. 20-yard line ball near hash. Utah goes right to left here in quarter number two. BYU defends the goal to our left. Micah Bernard is the running back. Seven yards back of Brewer, who's under center. Twins to the right. Double tight left, and here we go. BYU brings from the right. The run is to the left, but a wrap-up tackle stops Bernard after a gain of just three off tackle left. Earl Tuioti Mariner is involved in it. 10-20, and the clock rolling here in the second quarter. Cougs up 10-0. After a long rest, that BYU defense comes out with a good stop on first down. One thing I want to mention for our listeners, Greg, Utah is not scared of slow starts. They got a relatively slow start in week one against a Weber State team, came back and finished strong. BYU's got to know that they're in for a long fight. Here we are with just crossing the 10-minute mark in the second quarter. Brewer goes to gun with Bernard to his left. Second down seven at the 23 of Utah. Settles in a clean pocket, throws in the... Right flat, little hitched territory catch by Bernard, and he is, oh no, it's a late hit out of bounds. The Cougars had him wrapped up. There's no need for that last hit. Two Cougars had him thrown to the boundary, and a third comes in and puts a hit on on the sideline. And if that's a late hit, it's absolutely not needed there. The stop was made, the tackle was done, the play was over. After the play, personal foul, late hit out of bounds, defense number 41. 15-yard penalty added to the end of the play. First down. Bernard was going nowhere but out of bounds. That play was over. I mean, you're all for the intensity and, and your guys pursuing and finishing the play, but you got to be smart. I, this Utah offense is struggling in every aspect. Brewer checks it down yet again. They haven't, you know, they, they've maybe tried one or two pass attempts more than 10 yards down the field. You're just keeping the ball in the flats. Don't give him a, a free 15 by hitting the guy late. Ugh. He was already out of bounds by two guys. Under center and Bernard, the deep setback. Tight formations left and right. Play action. Pressure comes in and Brewer's going down. It's a sack on the play. Peyton Wilgar will get credit for the sack. But Chaz Ayu was first in on Charlie Brewer. It'll be a loss of three. Brewer did a nice, or loss of two. Brewer did a nice job of staying upright and just kind of stumbling forward. It could have been a larger loss on the play. Ayu couldn't quite wrap up and take down Brewer, but he stumbled forward and Peyton Wilgar finished the job. So it goes to a second down and 12. Still a loss on the play, but Brewer did well to keep it from being a greater loss. The Utah 43-yard line is the spot. BYU tries to recover from that personal foul penalty. Barnard Tail back to the right of Brewer. They motion Keithy. They hand off Bernard. Doesn't like what he sees inside and busts it outside and down the boundary he goes into BYU territory and he is out after a massive gain inside the 30-yard line to the 25. 
Second and 12, and Utah breaks it for 42 yards. Rule number one of rush defense is got to keep contained. Now, Utah did run a really good play. It's, it's called a, a cross-pin action. Uh, where essentially they send the line to the right and then they bring uh, both a pulling guard and the H-back tight end over to the right where their job is to hook the contained defenders for the BYU defense, and they executed it well. Brewers under center. Bernard, eight yards back. Deep drop, play action, dump off. Keithy makes the catch. Two tacklers combined. Peely the third in. Keithy's down at the 20 after a gain of 5 at the numbers. Second down and 5 for Utah. The Utes are in scoring territory. They've been kept off the board so far in this game. We have 7.50 to play until halftime. BYU 10 and Utah 0 is our score. And it's a hockey line change for BYU. And then some. 8 out, 8 in for Elisa Tuiaki, the defensive coordinator. Brant Keithy. With his first catch of the night. It goes for 5. Brewers 4 for 8 for 23 yards and a pick. Twins left and right. A three-step, a step up and a fire, and it is a touchdown for Utah. Brant Keithy for the score on the B in BYU. And Utah draws within four with the PAT pending. Utah touchdown. Charlie Brewer to Brant Keithy. That was a bullet to the middle of the end zone. Man blitz, uh, so it was a one-on-one across the board. The blitz did not get home. BY, or Utah was in a seven-man protection, which means they only had three guys in the route. And Brewer showed good poise and delivered the ball to uh, an open receiver in Keefe, who did a good job working his route down the field and creating separation. So Utah answers BYU's 14 plays, 72 yards, seven-minute-plus scoring drive with a touchdown drive of its own. It went 80 PAT from Jaden Redding is up and good. 10 to 7 our score. 80 yard drive 6 plays, 3-10 off the clock it ends with a 20 yard Charlie Brewer to Brant Keithy touchdown pass so Keithy on the touchdown catch, his first touchdown of this season and we're taking a break. 7.22 to go until halftime. BYU 10 and Utah 7 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Utah draws to within three. The score is 10-7 here in the second quarter. Tonight's game brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. There's an 80-play draw, an 80-yard drive over six plays. The key play in the drive came on a second and seven back at the Utah 23-yard line on a pass play that had gained six. So it was going to be third down and one. Micah Bernard was wrapped up by two BYU players and taken out of bounds. And as the three of them, all wrapped up and clenched up, were out of bounds, Keenan Peely sailed in and hit the pile and was flagged for unsportsmanlike car personal foul, unnecessary roughness. And that was a 15-yard penalty. 15 free yards in an 80-yard drive. Utah would have had third and one back at their own 29-yard line. Instead, chain mover of 15, and a couple plays later, Utah is in the end zone. So 10-7 is our score. BYU gets the ball back on the kickoff forthcoming from Jaden Redding. you got to know, Greg, that refs are looking for every opportunity to throw flat to keep tempers at bay in a rivalry game. So they're looking for every opportunity to, to throw a flag on extracurricular activity. Just a momentary lapse in judgment. Hopefully it doesn't repeat itself throughout the game. 
So Redding will kick off. Back for BYU are Caleb Christensen and Hobbs Nyberg. So Utah doing a nice job of answering and quelling the surging BYU momentum at 10-0. That kickoff, Christensen will let go into and through the end zone. BYU first and 10 from the 25. How's Jaron Hall's night going? Well, 5 for 10, 23 yards, one touchdown, no picks. And he has 16 yards on three carries. But that includes an 18-yard run. One of BYU's biggest plays of the night. In fact, uh, it is the biggest play. The longest BYU reception so far is eight yards. BYU's had two runs longer than 10. Katoa for 13 and Hall for 18. All right, first and 10, BYU ball far hash. BYU here in the second quarter goes left to right from our vantage point. North to south here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Sold out Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Pistol, Hall, backpedals, steps up. Goes deep for Puka Nakua. Nakua's held. The flag's got to go. No. I thought the jersey was tugged at the end of the play. But no. I thought the defender reached out and grabbed the jersey of Puka Nakua on the deep pattern that falls incomplete. But no. I thought I saw that, Riley. I did too, Greg. I mean, and Puka was kind of holding his arms up like, hey, I'm being grabbed here. I'm not. He was definitely running encumbered. Oh, my goodness. An extreme yank on the back of the jersey. We're seeing the replay now on the board. Clear as day. The official's running right with them, like it's right in front of him. The grasp of the jersey, no call. Second and 10 back at the 25. They motion Romney. They hand off Katoa. Katoa's got to make a cut. Nowhere to go. He tried to cut it up field. Running right got two. Third down and eight for BYU. So the long incompletion on first and 10. The short run on second and 10. And now a third down and eight for BYU at the Cougar 27-yard line. Not a lot of lanes when you play Utah. Three for seven are the Cougs on third down tonight. Utah has yet to convert a third down. 0 for 2, but they've only gotten two third downs. Empty. Trips left. Two wides to the right for Hall in gun on third and eight from the BYU 27. Utah shows six at the line. Jumped, got back. BYU could have snapped and gotten him offside. Hall fires on the hitch. It's not going to be for a first down. So Romney makes the catch, but to the 31, it's going to be fourth and four, and BYU will likely bring out the punt team. So it's a short route on a third and eight, and Utah had two players in the neutral zone. If BYU snaps there, it's going to be offside. And Normally a veteran center like James Empey is able to take advantage of that. <laughs> Greg, the second time, when they, because there was a kind of an initial step and then they got him again on a second hard count, it almost was unabated to the quarterback. Like the defensive end almost crossed the plane of the tackle, went uncalled. So momentum shift. BYU goes from 10 nothing to 10-7 and then a three and out. High punt from Rico. No fair catch. Covey makes the first man miss and here goes Britton. Running it left to the boundary. 35, 40, 45 near midfield. Covey makes the first man miss and look out. And credit Covey. That wasn't the deepest, but it was high and it was deep. But he didn't call fair catch. He said, I'm going to go. And he went. And Utah has now changed the tone of this game. We're taking time out. 5.35 to go until halftime. BYU could not move the chains on the drive after Utah scored the touchdown. It's a key phase of the game. And it swings Utah's way for the time being. How will the Cougs respond on defense after this? It'll be midfield on the big return by Britton Covey. 50-yard line, first and 10 Utes, and again the Cougs lead 10-7. With 5.35 to go until the break on the new skin. 
BYU Sports Network. And the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU football is brought to you by Bam Bam's Barbecue, bringing you authentic Central Texas barbecue. Try our tender brisket or mouth-watering pulled pork. Bam Bam's Barbecue, located just north of the BYU campus, Bam Bam's Barbecue, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. Cougars in good shape at 10 nothing until an 80-yard Utah touchdown drive made it 10 to 7 Then it's the next drive. How do you respond when Utah gets back in the game? Well, the Cougars went three and out. There was a long, a deep shot for Puka Nakua on first down that did involve a tug of the jersey that wasn't called. And then on third down and eight, it was a shorter pattern. Utah kept in front of it, forcing a punt. And then on the punt, which was 54 yards, not a short punt by any stretch, Britton Covey took it 35 on the return, setting Utah up first and 10 at midfield. Yeah, and Brent Covey actually had a, a very similar return last week against Weber State. One of the things the punt coverage team has to do is just stay in their lanes because as they get out of the lanes trying to do too much, that's when those big plays will happen. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for banking that helps you. Game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. Charlie Brewer claps the hands. Helmet high snap. Brings it down. Keeps it. A fake to Pledger and takes off does Brewer. And then he's another hit out of bounds by BYU. Charlie Brewer has run out of bounds, and they hit him. And a flag flies, and Kyle Whittingham is incensed on the sideline. Two times, the Utes have been on the boundary, out of the play, and two times, BYU's hit him for late hits. It's helping to change the tone of this game at this point. What a play fake pulled off by Brewer. After the play, personal foul. Late hit out of bounds, defense number 31. 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. And it may be indeed rivalry game emotion getting the best of BYU's tacklers, but been massive plays here in the first half. That has otherwise been well played by BYU. 16-yard line after all that. The play fake pulled off by Brewer and the takeoff down the boundary and Max Tooley hit him well out of bounds. Under center goes Brewer. Can the Cougars force another turnover here? They've had two here in the first half. Hand off middle to Tavian Thomas. And Thomas has a pile pusher for five to the 11-yard line. Second and five for Utah. BYU leads the game 10-7. Utah threatening to take a lead. Five minutes even to play in the second quarter. We saw it last week in Las Vegas. We've seen it here tonight. In a game the Cougars have a good upper hand in. Things change swiftly and dramatically. Brewers under center. The single setback is Thomas. Twins to the right, double tight left. Brewer steps away from the center, shouts instructions, and now stretches a handoff to Thomas. Thomas follows blockers. Flag flies as he gets the first down plus three outside the left numbers to the three-yard line. But what will this call be? Easy holding call there. That was a straight-up tackle by the right guard from Utah. So rally on the call that our referee will confirm. Holding. Offense, number 69, 10-yard penalty, replay second down. Cougs will take that. Simi Mowala on the infraction for Utah. They'll back him up. Still in scoring territory. Twenty-one yard line. Second down. And fifteen. So second and 15, Utah back at the 21 of BYU. 
The six-yard line is the line to gain. Brewer goes to the gun with Bernard to his left. Tight trips to the right. Single wide left. Brewer takes his drop. Pocket holds underneath and incomplete on a pass breakup from D'Angelo Mandel. That was well done. Solomon Enos. Solomon Enos is the intended receiver, and he's going to make the catch. Maybe not for a first down, but he's going to make the catch until D'Angelo Mandel times it, Riley, just perfectly. Can I tell you what I love most about that, Greg? He didn't come in leading with the helmet. He didn't come in with high hands. He just played good fundamental defense for the pass breakup. He very easily could have launched himself, gotten given him more free yards, and accrued another flag for BYU. Instead, he played good, sound, emotionless football. The Cougs have hurt themselves with a couple of penalties, but Utah has hurt itself. Will it be one that takes them out of touchdown territory? Timeout, Utah. So the Utes call timeout with 4.05 to go in the second quarter. And the situation is thus. Third down and 15 from the BYU 21-yard line. 30-second timeout, meaning we're going to stay right here. Both teams will huddle on their respective sidelines. So it is Utah. Third down and 15 at the BYU 21. The key play in this sequence, the holding penalty that took Utah from a first and goal at the 3 to a second and 15 from the 21. And now it's a third and 15 from the 21. So if the Cougars play defense right here, Utah can only tie the game and not take a lead in this game. And D'Angelo Mandel with the pass breakup, that ball had settled into the hands of Solomon Enos. Not enough for it to be a fumble, but enough for it was going to be a reception until D'Lo broke it up. And here we go. Third down and 15 Utes at the 21. Ball near hash. Utah right to left as we see it and you hear it. And here we go. Twins left and right. Brewer, shotgun. Helmet high snap. Backpedal to the 30. Looks, looks, fires. Break up again or is it caught? It is caught. But two yards shy of the line to game between the hashes by Theo Howard. Oh, what a nice catch coming to the ground with a DB on his back. And now on a fourth down, long one, almost two. What will Utah do? Keep the offense on the field. Huge opportunity for BYU to gain momentum back on defense. It's a fourth and two for the U from the BYU eight-yard line. More like a long one, yard and a half. Ball inside the hash marks. Fourth and two. Eight-yard line the spot. Brewer goes to gun with Micah Bernard off his right hip. Triple cluster left. Tight end right. Shotgun snap off the clap. The handoff middle, and did he get it? I don't think so! I don't think so on the handoff to Bernard. No, he's short! The Cougar defense holds! Greg, that is the definition of competitive greatness. Be at your best when your best is needed. That... The, this BYU off, or defensive front had been being pushed around that entire drive. They got bailed out by a holding penalty, but it didn't matter. It all came down to a fourth down attempt, and boy, did they ever come up big. Ah, And as we look at the replay, they, they double-teamed each of the different nose tackles. It was actually the safeties and outside linebackers who rallied quickly on the dive play and were able to get him on the ground quick enough before he could advance the ball but, but beyond the line to gain. On a fourth down and two, it's a gain of one for the U. Micah Bernard is stopped. The Cougars keep the lead at 10-7 with 3.14 to go until halftime. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, so many good things to talk about here before the Cougars put the ball back in on offense. Last week in Las Vegas, Arizona was 3-for-3 on fourth downs. 
Utah on a fourth and two does not convert. So tonight, the Utes are 0 for 3 on third and 0 for 1 on fourth. That is the BYU defense standing tall and playing so well right now. BYU leads it 10 to 7. Yes, the Utes have made some big plays, but when the plays are needed on the BYU defense, man, they've responded here. And no play bigger than the fourth and two, a one yard gain by Bernard is all they would get. So now, equally key is what you do on offense on the next drive. We saw how things turned last week when the Cougs were backed up. Didn't respond terribly well. Now, they're not at the 1 or the 2. They're at the 7-yard line here. But it is first and 10 for BYU with 3.14 to go before halftime. Ideally, you make this the final drive of the first half because Utah is going to get the ball back to start half number 2. But the yards are hard at this place on the field. You're going to see Pau and Romney and Samson Nakua as trips to the right. Tyler Algier, right hip of Hall, who's in the gun, tight end left for BYU. Gunnar Romney has played, somewhat surprisingly, after last week's injury and caught one ball for four yards. Jaron Hall is 6 for 12 for 27 yards. Handoff Algier, running out of room to the far sideline and dropped for a loss. Tracked down by Nephi Sewell and makes the tackle for a loss of one. Utah has two timeouts remaining. BYU has two timeouts remaining. And Utah will start thinking about those timeouts as the Cougars let the clock run to 255 and counting. And this now is a second down and 11. If the Cougs get nothing here, or very little, and the clock is running, you can almost guarantee Utah will try to stop it. 245 to go. Cougs 10, Utes 7. Big, big down. Second and 11 back at the 6. Pistol. Handoff middle and maybe original line plus 1. Third down and 9 for BYU. Clock rolling to 2.30. Utah will save timeouts for offense, it would appear. So here's Utah's defensive play of the game. They get the ball back here. They'll have two timeouts and a chance to do something before halftime. So they're keeping their timeouts available. The clock will get most likely under two minutes when the Cougars snap. It's a third down and nine. And as aggressive as Aaron Roderick normally is, he almost can't afford to be too much that way here. We've seen how Utah's turned games on defensive scores in this area of the field. Jaron Hall's in gun on a third down and nine. Steps up, throws low, caught! I think it's caught for a first down by Dallin Holker it is at the 25-yard line. Dallin Holker makes a play. Third down and nine, and Hall steps up and guns it. And Holker hauls it in with 1.45 to go. BYU goes to tempo, first and 10-25. Settle, settle, dump off. Complete Algier. Gets five, stays in bounds. Clock will run. That's okay. 135. Still plenty of time left, Greg. As you 30, 30 yard line. Second down and five for BYU. 90 seconds remain in the half. Cougars 10, Utes 7. BYU on its own 30. They hurry it up with 125. They give to Katoa. Katoa keeps the legs churning. Oh, he fell forward just one yard shy. One yard for the first down with 1.15 to go before halftime. No one's called timeouts. It is third down and one. Maybe you sneak, Jaron. No, they won't. They'll put him in the gun. Third down and one from the BYU 34. Takeoff by Jaron Hall. 45-48 yard line. It's a 14-yard gain for Jaron Hall. He pulled it away from the belly of the back and took off on the run. And now timeouts become a factor. 58 seconds. The clock stops to move the chains. Now it runs. 55-54. BYU two timeouts. Leading 10-7. The ball at the BYU 48. Hall. 
Back pedal, back pedal, throws far flat, incomplete. That'll stop the clock. Not the worst result at 44 seconds, but Katoa was open. Had he made the catch, eh, maybe a couple, three yards, and the clock would have been running. The clock will stop. It'll go to second and 10 at the BYU 48-yard line. Utah, two timeouts left. BYU, two timeouts left. Cougars lead by three. Riley? If a completion were ever a good thing, I think that was the case because Katoa was going to be tackled in bounds, but secondly, it allowed them to bring in fresh wide receivers. They swapped out Neil Pau'u and uh, Gunnar Romney for Samson Nakua and Keanu Hill. Trips to the right, including two wides. Hall looks left, now takes off to the right. He's got some room to run. We'll pull it down and fire, and it's a catch made on the boundary. Shy of the line to gain. The clock will run, or did he get the first down? Samson, or rather Puka Nakua made the catch, and his helmet comes off for the second time tonight, and that's with 34 seconds and the clock stopping. Did BYU call the first of its two? It looks like they did, Greg. Okay, so where did they mark the ball? Because that was the initial discussion is where's the ball? Number 12 of the offense's helmet came off through play. BYU has elected to use a team timeout their second and a half to avoid a 10-second runoff. Okay, so BYU calls timeout. And I still haven't seen the spot. They're going to be one yard shy. Third down and one. So maybe this is the Jaron Hall sneak spot. Well, if it were, the clock would stop to move the chains. Then you can go tempo. I don't think it's a bad play. Third down one at the Utah 43-yard line. BYU 10, Utah 7. Ideally, at the very least, you give Jake Oldred a chance for points before halftime. But again, this is the portion of the field where Aaron Roderick's okay with being aggressive. And we have 34 seconds remaining in the half and a timeout remaining for BYU. I'm reminded of Boise 2019. Very similar situation. I think they were on the other side of the 40, somewhere around the 38. They had the fourth and one, and they did the little sneak down to Bushman. But it doesn't look – there's no fancy formation. They're just lining up in a two-by-two with an attached tight end, Rex, on the right, and Algier in the pistol. So we're going pistol, meaning Hall is in the gun on third down and one. They motion Sampson on fly sweep. They give Tyler. Tyler's got the first down and more. And busts it out to the right between the hashes to the 35 for a gain of eight on third and one. So the clock will stop to move the chains. 29 seconds to go in the half. And now it's rolling to 25. Hall's in the gun. First and 10. New set of downs. Jaron slaps the ball. Looks, looks, looks. Steps up in the pocket. Moves to his right. Has some room to run. Has a man open. He's got him at the 10, the 5. It's Keanu Hill inside the 5. Two-yard line. First and goal, BYU. Only 13 seconds are left and one timeout remaining. It looks like they're hurrying up. I love this. Do not give the Utah defense a chance to breathe. Hall goes to gun with 12 and with 10, and now timeout, Utah on defense with 9. Okay. Timeout, Utah, their second and a half, 30 seconds. couple thoughts here, Riley. The last thing you want to do is leave this drive without points. At the very, very least, you have to give yourself a shot for a field goal to get something if the TD doesn't happen. You've got 9 seconds, you've got a timeout. So, in my opinion, you can either do something. If you like, you know, Neil Pau'u on a one-on-one, on a fade, you've got a chance to run that and another quick play and use your timeout. You can do something maybe a little bit ornate, like a Philly special, you know, or, or some, some trick play like that. How about Chiefs? Remember Chiefs last year to Mason Wade? The, yeah, the little uh, shovel pass. Yep. So, in, in other words, you could either do one, a little bit more uh, ornate, elaborate play, and then kick a field goal. You could try and do a couple quick hitters 
um, on the fade. But I agree with you, Greg. After all this momentum with Utah getting the ball at half, you have to come away with points. All right. That one timeout might be huge here, too. Nine seconds to play. First and goal from the two. The play to Keanu Hill covered 33 yards. He caught it around the five, turned to go, and Utah tackled him shy of the goal line. So from the two, here we go. Dallin Holker is the tight end, wing tight to the right with a a wide right as Rex. Hall goes shotgun. Takes off. Throws for the end zone. It is caught in the end zone! Left side of the end zone! The former Ute, Samson Nakua for the score! And the Cougars go up 16-7 with four seconds on the clock. Some extracurricular, Greg. I saw the flag fly. Unfortunately, that won't affect the touchdown. Hey, how about that play design? I can guarantee you Samson's in the huddle saying, Coach, give me the matchup against Jertavius Broughton because I know know how to beat him. They run an inside-out The result of the play is a touchdown. After the play, unsportsmanlike conduct, offense number 45 and number 12. A 15-yard penalty will be enforced on the kickoff. This is both players' first unsportsmanlike conduct penalty of the game. So the Nakua brothers are penalized. It'll back up. Or rather, they'll take the penalty on the kickoff. Correct? Correct. Okay. Uh, they're backing up the PAT, oh, yeah, actually. There we go. Yep. PAT. They're going to back up the PAT. Correction. The 15-yard penalty is being forced on the try. There we go. So the Cougars go 92 yards to end the half. What a drive to go up 16-7 to PAT. This will be a longer PAT. This will be a 35-yard PAT from Oldroyd. The snap back to Rico. Good placement. Kick on its way. Missed it. Missed it left. The celebration penalty cost the Cougars a point as Oldroyd misses and it stays 16-7. to That's the only downer. I mean, you make that PAT and you're flying high heading to the locker room and that's just... Uh... Speaking of flying high, Greg, I'm watching Kalani. He is hot. That is now three mental mistakes. The too late hit out of bounds and the celebration penalty have cost the Cougars big and those are just simply mental mistakes. That's you got to keep your head, keep your composure and not be selfish. Do what's best for the team by abstaining from detrimental behavior. The Samson Nakua touchdown was a Mountain America touchdown, which is another $250 donation to the American Red Cross. Four seconds to go in the first half. BYU 16 and Utah 7 on the TD. Now, it, I mean, that's a kick Oldroyd is expected to make. 35 yards straight away, and he missed it. But it was a 35-yard PAT because of the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. So 15-yard penalties have played into the first half for BYU in a negative way. Oldroyd will kick off. And Oldroyd, it also must be said, hasn't done a lot of kicking since camp started. Missed a lot of camp and then missed the opener against Arizona. We're going to call that Jaron Hall to Neil, or rather to Samson Nakua. Touchdown pass, our connection to the game. Brought to you by Renaissance Ranch, building connections for life. Renaissance Ranch connection of the game. So, officially, that drive for BYU goes down as 11 plays over 93 yards and 3 minutes and 10 seconds off the clock. 
That's our Utah Pork Producers Pigskin Scoring Summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers. Proudly supporting Cougar families by producing healthy, nutritious pork for your dinner table. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers for real Utah fans like you. For more information on real pork, visit pork.org. Utah with the final play of the half takes a knee, and we are at halftime. With the final score, BYU, the halftime score, yeah, I wish. With the halftime score, BYU 16 and Utah 7. Well, as befits a rivalry game, a vastly entertaining first half with a whole lot going on. A lot more good than bad, though. And that last drive was a thing of beauty for BYU as the Cougars expand the lead. And that drive followed a fourth down stop inside the BYU 10-yard line. They follow that stop with a 92-93 yard drive, depending on your interpretation, for a touchdown. Mitchell Jurgens with Kalani at the field. Coach, great half. You're, you're leading going into, this, uh, going into the second half. Big, huge play call uh, on 4th and 11 to go for it that led to your first scoring drive. What, what went into the decision on that call? Well, I, I don't like punting 30-yard punts. So, uh, you know, we, I think the best thing, we felt like we were in kind of no man's land and it was the right thing to do. We just we felt comfortable with what the defense is doing. Obviously, we got to get better, but uh, that's, that's the reason for that decision. Overall, you're, you're up nine points. What's your overall assessment of the first half, and what do you want to see improve in the second? More discipline. We're, we're not playing disciplined football. We need to be all about BYU brand of football, and that's uh, there's too much late hits and, and to, uh, unsportsmanlike conduct. That's not us, so we got to get that fixed, and if we get that fixed, I think we'll be okay. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. All right, that's Mitchell with Kalani Sitake. Halftime score, BYU 60 and Utah 7. Halftime recap and a whole lot more next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.